When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy. Okay, what the audience don't know is that this is the third time we've tried to start this podcast. And the last time I have been twisting knobs because your sound sounds off. But then I realize it's because you're slightly under the weather, aren't you, my darling? Yes, and I have been quite poorly this week to the point where I've been bed bound. Yes. But I'm starting to get better. Now you're starting to get poorly. So let's see how far we can get with this podcast. I've got to do a show tomorrow. Well, you know, that's on you. I've got to do a show. I can't afford to be poorly. Yeah. I need to be all singing. But the, you see, this is the great thing about makeup. Is when you put on shed loads of makeup, like you can paint yourself to health. Girl. There's times when I felt crap and I've done my, my makeup and I'm like, wow, I'm beautiful, young, thin, and in the peak of health. Lies. And, I, and I've been fine. Lies, honey. A bit of lemon Lies. And I'm fine. Yeah, you've got to look after yourself, I think. Um, I know quite a few people are getting poly right now. Yeah, so guys, hello, welcome to the You Don't Love Me Boys podcast. We are, of course, Amir and Amir, or Amir and Amir, depending on what part of the world you belong to. <laughs> and we are slightly ill, and therefore this is probably going to be a shorter episode, because my husband has things to do, places to be, i.e. the bed. <laughs> things to do, places to be, people In front to of see. the TV. All that jazz. How have you been? I am really looking forward to these podcasts because I feel like this is a great catch-up for us because we tend to talk shop and business so much because so much happens. Mm -hmm. This is a moment where we can really kind of take stock. Oh, my God, I feel like the Kardashians. Oh, my God. Of the audio world. Oh, girl. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I feel I'm Kim Kardashian, but like... I'm Kim. Voice only. Oh, no, which one am I? You're Chloe. Chloe. You love Chloe. Or or maybe the momager. Chris. Chris. I'm 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 kinda Chris as well though. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, oh. Chloe came in Chris. Who, are you Courtney? Who's Courtney? Anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> joking, Courtney, and we know you're a big listener. We love you. I'm Polly. You can tell I've been watching Kim Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, I love. Or whatever the new show's called on Disney. The Kim Show. It is It is the original Bling Empire, Dubai Empire. What are the other ones? Everything. It's, it's the original Kim of all of them. Kim Kardashian is that bitch. I'm sorry. It's such a good show. I'm sorry. Kim, if but you're listening, really we want to interview you. Do we? Yeah. 
Oh, you think. Have you heard him? This bitch over here thinks if Kim Kardashian, which will never happen, obviously, but, you know, hypothetically, if Kim Kardashian wanted to come out on our podcast, would you debate it? I would. <laughs> I would, because I don't, I don't think she needs to go on our podcast. No, she doesn't, but I'm like, if she but ever wanted I... to, what would you tell her about? What if she slid into our DMs and were like, boys, I really want to come on your podcast, what would you say to her? I would say, that's cute, but I would much rather do a photo shoot with you and have an interview with cameras. But what if that's all she wanted? Who cares what she wants? It's what I want. Okay. So what if she said it's a podcast or nothing? No. <laughs> well, okay, fine. Then we'll There we go. This bitch. No, but like, okay. I don't think I could see... Okay, right. You're going to laugh. But like, I can't see her being on the podcast. But I could see us hanging out. <laughs> right. It's not about her being on the podcast. This is all hypothetical. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I don't see that like, happening. You know, I could I'm just saying, what if she slid into our DMs and said she wanted to be on the podcast and that's all she can do? What would you say? Would you say no? I mean... Oh, my God. Who are you, you fucking freak? Uh, well, because I'm trying to come from an authentic space. Because, <laughs> like, yes, it'd be great for traction. And that's great. But, like, is that all what there is to it? No, so I want to get into her mind and talk to her. Business to business. I, I think her publicists and her PR people oh will be God. so You're tightly wound around off. her. You're they will not let her. thinking way too deeply about a hypothetical fun situation. Let okay. me use bitch. Okay, fine. Okay, let's okay. Let's okay. do it again. I'm Kim. Hi. Oh my god, I'm in the podcast. Hi, Kim. First of all, I want to say I'm a massive fan of you. Oh my god, and I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and um, you know, I really wanted to get to know you know behind the, the Kim, and I want to get to know the the woman, the princess woman of Kim. Well, you know, behind Kim, there used to be Kanye and Travis. Scott, but that didn't work out, and um, now I'm a lesbian. Work! Oh my god, I hate you so much. <laughs> See, told you. No, you're such a knobhead. She's not good for the podcast, I'm oh telling you. Oh my god. Okay, fine. I'm I'm the interviewer, you're Kim now. I can't do the impersonations. It doesn't matter, you're just Kim. Okay. Hi okay. everyone. Hi Kim, Hi. welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. How are you feeling? Congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much, that's so kind of you. But you know what, I've been seeing your, in boys, your Instagram and I love it. Oh wow, what do you love specifically? I love the love that you showcase and share and I think it's brilliant. God, that sounded rehearsed. Anyway, and uh, so tell us, what is new for you? Oh, tell us your deepest, darkest secrets. What makes you cry? Well, what is new for me? I have some fragrance coming out soon. It's called Kim with a K. Oh, and wow. I don't know if that's true. But um, wow, I have fragrance coming so out. so intellectually what, stimulating. What makes me cry? You know, what makes me cry is when the kids' playroom isn't tidy. Oh, wow. Because when it's tidy, you have a good day. Can you see how I have nothing to add to this? No, you're being mean. I'm not This being is not mean. authentic everything. I, I t- can everyone DM us and bully him? Because I'm really upset. I tell you something, though. I am a big fan of Kim Kardashian. She is a boss woman. She's a boss bitch. She's such a boss lady. Like, the way she has run her business, extended her mum's empire, showcased who she is, overcome adversity, is very inspiring. She is. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. surprised not... I'm surprised that there's not more drag queens inspired by her. Even though indirectly they are. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, where's it? Probably in America. Where's the out... Like, where's the... um, Shania Kardashian? Do you know what I mean? Like, why isn't... Like, why isn't Kardashian being used as a drag surname? It is in America. Why not here? I don't know. Because we're obsessed with Cilla Black still, aren't we? That's what it is. Yeah, do better. Oh, Yeah. 
My name's, you know, Jennifer Lorraine Kelly. Oh, oh, yeah. Wonderful. Great. I do love Lorraine Kelly, though. <laughs> I've been seeing Lorraine Kelly since a ch- I was a child. My mum used to be obsessed with her. Really? Well, daytime television. Oh, yeah, of course. I used to wake up, have a bath, come back from the nursery, or not go. <laughs> just sit and watch Lorraine <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> or just not go. You used to have a bath and come back from the nursery. Oh, I can imagine this little cute kid running around like, hoo, 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 hoo. Sometimes I used to pretend to be ill just so my mum would take care of me. Oh, really? Well, she needed to show her love for me somehow. Do you know what I mean? I'm a child. I have needs. Oh my god, this is so horrible. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I was like going for you. <laughs> well, obviously, this all happened before she found out I was gay. So you know, work. Anywho, uh, but I got my moment. You've been a busy bee. <laughs> I have. And when you, am I not? You have. You did something iconic recently that I want to talk about. Shit the bird. No. Okay. That never happened. That's no. just one of your worst fears. Yeah, it is. Yes. You performed. At Via. At Via, yeah. Via. Via. <laughs> and I used to call it Via when I first moved I in. Know. Which, in my defense, is the correct, correct pronunciation of that word. But we say Via in Manchester. And we keep being told that you were the first South Asian to perform there. Apparently so. Apparently so. I'm apparently. saying apparently so because I don't, you know. Well, right, okay. So this is the wild thing for me. is that, And I've said this to you before. I'm like, I bet you there was an iconic Lady Bushra... South Asian drag princess in Manchester back in the 80s. I can bet you anything there Hopefully. was. There must have been. But, like, I, I, I just don't... I haven't heard of one. Like, mm. I've heard of the iconic legendary drag queens from Manchester. Yeah. Uh, I think there was a documentary out on one of them recently. I think they passed away earlier this year or last year. Um and, you know, they were instrumental in bringing the community together and they were an integral part of it. Um, wow, Cheddar's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess I guess I was the first. It only took God knows how many years. How um, was it for you? How was it all? It was crazy because, like, it was one of the few gigs that I actually paid no attention to in the sense that, like, I didn't want to psych myself out. And then I started getting messages of good luck and well done and good luck and well done. And I was like, guys, I've performed in Malta and Prague and I've done prides everywhere. And, you know, I perform all the time. I have my own cabaret in London, darling. Let's everybody calm down. What's going on? Then I realized the significance of it. And it was literally when I started getting ready. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is an actual moment, isn't it? And also, like, with. Via, shout out to Via, by the way. They're a wonderful, 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 wonderful. (laughs) They're a wonderful venue, gorgeous people. Um, great staff, great security. Yeah, yeah, they've always been lovely to me. Um, and uh, I've always been amazing to them. You're welcome. And you know, and then I was like, okay, cool, it is. And and you know, they usually have full on cabaret stars in the sense that it's. British cabaret, which is code word for singing, mm-hmm. mostly terribly, but you know, it's singing. It's uh, uh, oh, what, what are the songs that they do? Abba, Dancing Queen. Oh, the, give me, give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. Money, 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 and you know all of that jazz, which is fine. It's great. It has an audience, um, but I'm very different. I do lip sync performances, which are comedic lip sync performances. I lip sync to my own words. Do you know what I mean? And I do stand up comedy. So it's very different. And I was worried as to whether the audience would be receptive or not. 
I always, for me, the goal in such venues is always to make sure the audience stays there. <laughs> because if they start disappearing, I'm like, well, you did shit, girl. <laughs> Which has never happened. Mm. And um, they stayed. Obviously, Bailey J. Mills was playing after me. So they probably were like, great warm-up act. Let's just wait for Bailey to come. Um, but I don't think that's the case. No, I don't think so either. I'm, I'm just making a joke. Um, but it was really, really good. It felt really, really good. Um, I felt like, I mean, people were laughing and stuff, which was great, but there was this slight tender hooks and I guess they all knew that it was my first time at the venue. And then the applause at the end kind of took me back, took me by surprise because it was almost like, well done girl, you did it. Like (laughs) you got through our judgy bitchy selves. Well done. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I felt that. But it was, it was, it was, I mean, in the audience for it, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was so good. And seeing people come from the top to come see what's going on and everyone mm. stayed and everyone joined in, everyone's part of it and everyone's Yeah. You 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 made it you you put your own stamp on it and you made it a bushel show. One queen gave me an instant review, didn't she, through the windows? Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, we've dealt with that. Thumbs down, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, who are talking about? I don't know. Oh some, shit. Some some something. Anyway, um, uh, no, but they're, they're, it's just it's just fun and games. It's not nothing serious. I think they're a, they're a fab performer, and I responded on stage. And as far as I'm concerned, it's done and dusted. But here I am bringing it up again. Um, and uh, yeah, it was good. It was really really good. And I'd you know so thank you very much for here. And I'd love to come back again. By the way, I haven't sang yet, have I? Right. Do you want to sing and then we'll take a break? I want to sing because. I sound terrible today, more than usual. So I thought, why not lean into it? So I'm going to sing Farida Hanum's song, Ajani Ki Zidnakaro, which means, please don't leave me today. So Amir, this is dedicated <laughs> to you in my disgusting, breathy, raspy voice. Ajani Ki Zidnakaro. And that was my singing. Wow. Wow. The crowd went wild. That was very interesting this week. It was very reminiscent of my performance at Avia. What can I tell Girl. you? It was excellent. I'm joking. Um, thank you very much, guys. Oh, no, we're not saying bye yet. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. And we will be back right after this. And we are brown. <laughs> <laughs> we're back and, and we are still back. poorly and <laughs> we're we still are still delirious oh yeah getting a bit del- are you getting delirious a girl this morning when a we mess. went to Aldi to buy eggs and I ended up buying half the supermarket I was delirious I had <sighs> fully forgotten where I was those eggs were good though after I was scanning the 20th protein bar I was like what the fuck am I doing yeah you decided to start proper shopping and stuff well I needed the food I know you like me frail but oh my god I need it. What can I tell you, don't I? Any hoes will be. Um, you've been up to great things this week, and uh, great things are happening, aren't they? What have I been up to? Well... Go on, tell me. You know, you have been working on yourself. You're on a self-development journey. <laughs> God, I've just been poorly, babe. And, you know, I'm just really proud of you. 
Pardon? I well, I said what I said. Yeah, tell me you enough about me, unless you've got more questions for me. No. How did you feel like me performing at Via? Um, I was very, I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you. Um, I thought it was brilliant. Um, it was brilliant. Something was there. Some of our good sisters came out as well. Uh-huh. Shout out to you, Hamza and Nav, for coming out and supporting. Oh, more like drag queens in the making. Yeah, I know, right? I see them coming <laughs> with their notepads. <laughs> Here to take notes and take my gigs eventually. And I'm helping them for that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But let's cancel Bushra. Honestly, if you're good, I encourage it. Oh, yeah. 100%. I really do. <laughs> Just be good. This actually leads me into a really important point, actually. And I think it's something that you and I should tackle. And that is gatekeeping. Ooh. When it comes to sort of representation, there have been a few, shall we say, whispers. And they are whispers. They're not particularly loud or noisy, but they're whispers nonetheless about... So, yes, there have been whispers recently about gatekeeping and just plugging in that diversity hole with one person and nobody else. And now that Lady Bushra has done something, she should move aside and make waves for other uh, South Asian intersectionalities. Where's the Punjabi Indian? It's not just about Pakistanis. And why is it just you two? doing these things when are you going to uplift everyone and it's not about just you two and all this absolute bullshit honey <laughs> listen first of all no first of all do you think we're rich or something <laughs> no i tell you what it is i think i tell you what it is i think what most people don't realize is the amount of work we put into everything uh, what we do and showcasing who we are and Especially with Bushra, like I think um, with this podcast, this is very much a love letter to ourselves in a way and to every other queer South Asian. We're not particularly interested in capitalizing on it. And I think that it does, you know, we are married because we love each other and people see that and they're interested and intrigued in our story and then the rest transpires the way that it does. And, and no one has to listen if they don't want yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Well, nobody has to listen, nobody has to watch, no. nobody has to read. It's absolutely fine. Um, but if you do, you'll find us. And you know, I'm not going to apologize for that. I don't no. see any. I don't see any issue with that. And the fact that we are being showcased, or we have been in the past, is not our fault. And I think it's a great thing because there will be a queer South Asian young kid in a small town, not knowing what to do with himself or herself, and they will see us too. And it will give them a glimmer of hope. Ooh, maybe, maybe even a slight cautionary tale like, oh, okay, so you can be brown and gay, but I don't want to be that gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine as well. That's absolutely yeah. fine. I think when it comes to, oh, well, when is it going to be this inter- intersectionality, which is code word for themselves. What they're saying is, you need to move out of the way. You've created the space. Now it's my turn. Like as if it's a merry-go-round and everyone gets a turn on it. No, darling, it doesn't work like that. If you're good enough, you should be able to do what you want to do, regardless of whether somebody's done it or not. If I wasn't the first um, South Asian drag artist in Via, I would still do it because it's a phenomenal venue and it's a great setup and it has a great audience. Full stop. And there's already people messaging saying, yeah, but is it just tokenism to have them? And, you know, we need to have more people. I tell you something, they have 
booked me in spite of the fact that it may appear tokenistic. Why? Because they've booked an artist who think who they think is worthy of that stage. Well, they, they love you. They've built a relationship with you. A hundred percent. And the same goes to any other performer that performs there. Yes, I appreciate that it's uh, of um, significance in, uh, from a race point of view. However, that is not the only thing. And, uh, and what people struggle to understand, a small community of people struggle to understand, is that we don't do things in order to be the first. And the fact that our sexuality and our ethnicity is not our claim to fame. It isn't our claim to fame. We don't have white friends because we're their token brown friends. We no, don't do no, that. No, no, do you know no, what I mean? No. And we don't go around saying, well, we're brown and we need to be the brown representation. I don't give a fuck about that in, no. in the broad scheme of things. I just am who I am. And there's more people like me out there. And I know that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's, it's as simple as that. So when people say that, oh, yeah, are there going to be others? And are you just being tokenistic? My response to them I, I mean, obviously, I never say it. I, I never lock horns with anyone. But like on a platform like this, in long form, my message th to their, to those people is to work hard, pull your socks up so that your hard work speaks for itself in spite of whatever ethnicity you are. And, and, and you know, it could be, it could swing anyway. Like, you know, I've had white artists a couple that have said that they've struggled with diversity because their gigs are reducing because there's more diverse performers coming up on the lineups. And I haven't said anything in that moment, but in the back of my head, I'm saying, do you know what? That means that people of color are being afforded the same opportunities as you. They are not being apologetically booked. The ones who do get apologetically booked don't get booked a second time. But if you're getting shafted in the long run then you have to look at yourself at your product and your offering and work harder to improve it so that you still stand out from the crowd gone are the days where you can just rest on your laurels and just hope for the best thankfully yeah that's changed. and it should it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that in on any end because that's not how that that's not where longevity is you know yeah yeah, well, you popped off, Sid. I did, I did, because it does annoy me, because it's like you completely dim diminish people's hard work and you just reduce them to the colour of their skin. And you, us two, I've got to say, we work on Love List while we're ill. We work so hard. It's unbelievable. And um, It's unbelievable how hard we work. Yeah, no, it is, though. <laughs> it's crazy. And also, um, yeah, the, the people that are like that, I'm like, focus on yourselves, girls. Focus yeah. on you. Improve yourself. Um, make your own space. There's enough space for everyone. Go, yes. go and find your own venues and your own places and your own things and do your own things and let's all, you know, work harder. Just, it. just do it. Yeah, just do it. And you know, um, yeah, I, I don't want to get too much more into this because I will be like. Get <laughs> no, I won't get angry. I've, yeah, I've anger. you're right. You're right. It's work, not, uh, no, I will get into it a bit. It's it's sort of like work harder. It there's space for everyone. Yeah, mm. the, the simple matter is there is space for everyone. It, it, you don't. You you shouldn't suffer from this crab mentality of oh well he's got this or she's got this and then I want the exact same thing. So I'm gonna pull her or him down so that or them down so that I can get in that exact place. You have to think outside of the box. Of course, but. The, the interesting thing is um, these people that do this, that's all they've been stuck doing forever. Yeah. So it's it's like a broken record at this point. They've been mm -hmm. doing it for, I don't know, five, ten years. They'll continue to do this thing to another person, to the next person that comes through, to anyone. 
And unfortunately, in, in this world, when you are trying to do better and greater and live your childhood dreams, it has to come with those negative people. It has to come with those people that want to ruin your life. Oh, shit, to, really? It, it has to come with those people that literally want to kill you. <laughs> you know, life Let's is, hope not. No, life, life, girl, life is about balance. Oh, my you know, God. And with, with the light has to come the dark. With the good has to come the bad. And that's really unfortunate. But for me, what I really see are really when people are trying to tear others' success down, and then we go, when people are trying to tear others' success down, even though those people with that success haven't done anything to these people, just know that those people with success, to get that one thing, they probably have to get a lot of no's, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of tears, a, a lot of hard work, and a lot of risk, and a lot of sacrifice. Also, too, for people like us, when people try to tear people like us down, um, just know you're not tearing us down. You're tearing down that little boy from Bradford. You're tearing down that little kid that had a really hard time growing up, that was not afforded many great opportunities in their life. You're tearing down the kid that now doesn't have a single member of their blood family in touch with or mm -hmm. any good, you know? That's mm -hmm. what you're tearing down. You're tearing down that... that it's a representation of something that you're tearing down. You're not tearing us down. You're tearing down people that want a, a better life because it's been fucking hard. Yes. You know? Yeah, 100%. And but then I think that says a lot about those people than it does about us. And it does, yeah. People are going to fall on whatever sides they want in life. And the thing is, people want to, if they want to tear you down, don't invest and don't play the game. They are playing a game that you don't want a part of. Mm. They will roll the dice and they will go up them snakes and ladders and blah, 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 blah. I'm not rolling any dice because I'm not part of the game. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And that's the reason why I was saying that, like, you know, create your own space and do the best that you can and work hard at it. Oh, you 100%. Know? And, it, and that is yeah. in spite of the odds. In that is spite in of spite the of the odds. No matter how hard it is and the fact that you may feel that you or that you may well have a slower start to life due to racial disparity, for example... You know, I'll give you a small example. Like, when it comes to um, skins, you know, uh, when I do drag and I need to give the nude illusion, which I rarely do, um, uh, but I still do have to. It is very difficult for me to find those garments. Um, and it is, and if I do want to find the skin-colored ones, for my skin tone, they're a lot more expensive because guess what? They're a lot more rare. You don't, mm. ha you don't have that many South Asian ballerinas and you don't have that many South Asian drag artists. <clears throat> But I've got workarounds. I'm not going to let it stop me. Or like the fact that I, wore, I wear mainly black wigs. And a lot of the pre-made wigs or a lot of the drag wigs that you see out there, the overwhelming majority of them are not black. Mm. Because a lot of white drag queens don't feel comfortable wearing black hair for fear of appropriation or what have you. Um, so it can be a pain. you know. Or even with makeup. There's so many shades... Um, that I will need, that I will always have to order or I have to go in several times to find them because they're just not available. And it's because the quantities of the lighter shades um, are more because there's more people who are lighter sh skin colored and the ones that are darker, they make fewer of them and they sell out really quickly. But it's not going to stop me. I just have to... Um, uh, I have to deal with what I have. And even with that, I've come up with a workaround because I blend several shades together. Mm -hmm. So my shit lasts twice, twice as long. And it's just things like that. You know, you can't, you can't let anything hold you back from achieving your dreams. And I think you can achieve your dreams without tearing 
somebody else down. And also, in no, the no, no, you think you 100% you're right. Yeah. You 100% can do that. Yeah. And, and you should. And also, I, I, my biggest gripe with it all is that we are nobody. In the grand scheme of things, we are absolutely nobody. Darling, think higher. Go and ruin Nicole Kidman's life. Right. Do you know what I mean? Come for her wigs. Yeah. Come for her flawless hairline. Like, do you know what I mean? And 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 by come for her, I mean be inspired. Not two little near boys in Manchester. Well, exactly. I'm like, I'm nobody. And together, we're even more nobodies. Like, we're just two gay boys who live our best lives. And that's yeah. the end. We're just trying to have fun. Exactly. Um. So that is a little bit um odd. Yeah. Any... <laughs> Should we wrap this up today? I think so. We've got two minutes left on the clock before it strikes 30 minutes. <laughs> um, I'm, I apologise if it's a little shorter, if it's a little bit more unstructured, but we, we are under the weather, but we still wanted to deliver we a still little piece of our to. heart and soul to you all out there. Basically, we just wanted to talk about how amazing we are and how people come for us and pour <laughs> us. <laughs> That's all what we did. Oh, actually, I do want to say... Uh, Drag Race, what a phenomenal Drag Race UK season four it I has been. I absolutely loved it. It's been phenomenal. Who is the winner? Oh, we're going to find out very soon yes. who the winner is. But by the time this episode has aired, um, it would have already Tonight. been announced. So shall we do a few? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go pretend. through them all. Go for Oh my God, I am so excited she won. Babe, I'm emotional. Oh, yeah. Cheddar Gorgeous. Oh, oh, oh my God. My yes, God. Cheddar. I deserved. Do you know what? Um, it's so great for a fucking icon and legend. And I like know that, that she win. may not be like too much inclined with the race element of it, uh, you know, in terms of the drag race. Get that right. <laughs> but um, she is a winner and it's so great to see that she has won. And I cannot wait to see what she does with her drag legacy because I know that her drag is for the good and it's for the better. So congratulations to you, Cheddar. Thank you. Shall we do one more? Yeah, go on. Well, we'll do these ones fast because that was a long one, babe. Okay. Congratulations. TV's Danny Beard. Yeah! Oh my gosh! Girl, that... I knew it. Killed it this season. I knew it. Deserved. She murdered it. Well done. Well done. Congratulations, Danny. You've got a gorgeous future ahead of you. You are an artist with true international appeal. And I can't wait to see you conquer all four, all four corners of the world. So well done. And if you ever need a bitch, don't call us because we're too busy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably never see you again. Yes, yes. Here's to never seeing you again, Danny Beard. Oh, put that in the promo. <laughs> I want to start fake beef. No. <laughs> Good, someone will unclick that and send it to him like, oh. Yeah, like I, I want to be. I'm like, no. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, addi- I'm addicted now. Oh, my God. Get Do you know what to what? <laughs> what? To Reddit beef. Oh, please. I, want, not... I, want, no. I want bullshit Reddit Let's beef. Let's not get into it. <laughs> oh, my God, please. Please. But, you know, actually, th- those children need it. You know, these, these are small kids from places that they need the drama. They need the beef. Children who are small. Because they've got nothing else going on for themselves. Yeah. So they, they kind of need it, don't they? A lot of them are quite racist as well, but, you know, work. Well, Anywho, everybody needs racism. Black Pepper's won. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, Mitch. Black Pepper. You know, Black Pepper, she's one of the most professional people I have ever worked with. I oh, absolutely well. love her. And thank you so much, my darling, for all of your support and lovely messages. I really, really appreciate you. Fantastic. You're an icon, and I cannot wait to see you take over the world. Oh, my God. Let's do a photo shoot together, because I know <laughs> that that is the only way I will ever look half decent. Honey, bye. <laughs> I need your help. <laughs> no, Black Pepper is 
from Cover of Gwen. And? Why is she calling? Black why Pepper. She... I love that song. <laughs> oh, yeah, congratulations. Do you know what? That's actually a, a song that I like. It's actually a good, it's really good. good Rue Girl song. <coughs> no shit to a lot of other Rue Girl songs. Oh, bitch, all but... shit to a lot of the other girls. <laughs> I'm Mama Rue and I'm standing here. Oh, my God, have you seen um, what, Bailey Chimble? Oh, yeah. my God, what Bailey Chimble did. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Episode one, Michelle hated that. <laughs> Episode two is so funny. It's so good. I can watch Guys, that please again and again. Check and out Bailey J. Mills. It's so that is so funny. It's it one of the best clips they've done. I was gonna say it's one of my favourite pieces of um content they've ever done. And congratulations on your upcoming um what is it called? Becoming a on becoming a parent. Oh congratulations. Yes, I know. Exciting it's happening. Times. All right, one more winner. Um, congratulations, Jumbers Blonde. Anyway, anyway, so, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I, I love a good Irish queen. Do you know what? She's she's done a solid though. Yeah, she, she's done a last, stunning. She's done a really good job the last few episodes, especially. Gorgeous. Is she, I, I get the feeling she has a lot of heart. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is, listen, drag brings the community together. I've got to go to viewing parties, meet people, talk to people. It's been fantastic. So, and she has you. loyal fans. Oh, yeah. Really, really lo Hamza. loyal fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your friend Hamza. Um, so, congratulations to all of them and thank you for an absolutely wonderful season. Yes, thank you very, Time very to wrap much. It up. We love you all. Oh, we saw Just May recently, didn't we? Anyway, Manchester. let's wrap this it up. It was lovely. It was lovely seeing her. Hey, shout out. You know out what, to actually? I joke. Like, she. She gets it, and she gets her character. I would, oh, she when, I, when I saw her, I was like, I really want to see her show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I really want to see what the Just May experience is. They're all wonderful. They're all really, really great, talented queens. And as Amir says, thank you so much for a wonderful uh, season. We are going to go and be, be uh, sleep in separate rooms now because we're so sick and, and, be sick. and ill. And um, hopefully next time you hear from us, we sound a lot better. And uh, yeah, do good, spread love, you are love, you know, love conquers all. Oh my God, just wrap it up, bitch. So. Wrap your dick. Wrap, wrap your dick. That's my uh, message to you all. Thank you so much, everybody. We love you, but you, you don't, don't love, love me. Bye. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. For all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. That is at You Don't Love Me Boys. <laughs>